The Create Well podcast is recorded on the ancestral lands of the Tongva people. Here at Create Well, we are a labor of love, and we need your support to keep this podcast going. If you have the means, please support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash createwell, or go to our website, createwellpodcast.com, and click the donate button. Or if you can't support monetarily, please rate and review our podcast. Every bit helps. Welcome to the Create Well podcast, where we explore the intersection of creativity, wellness, and entrepreneurship. I'm Ray Saragosa, dog mom, singer, songwriter, composer, roller skater, vaccinated person. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) And you can find my work on IG at at Ray Saragosa. And I'm Erica Elon. I'm a piano player, photographer. Sometimes I try to paint. And I'm a teenage puppy mom, which, oh my whoa. gosh, is whoa. Um, but you can Thanks. find my work on IG at, at Erica Elon. And this week we're jumping into the third season, which is like the best news ever. And we're talking about falling in love with the process of art making. (laughs) They said if I wanna make it, gotta starve and stress and sell. But if I'm gonna be an artist, well, I wanna create well. Yeah, you gotta create well. So we're here in season three. I know, and I'm totally just like trying to post a story about it okay, right do it, now. Do it, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> so important, like, so meta. Like <laughs> so talking meta. about season three, posting about season three. I'm literally posting. So I love it. Um, I love but it. But yes, we made it. We made it. We made it here, and this is actually our first time recording in person in a long time. I don't know if we even did a single episode in person in season two. No, I don't. I don't think, think so. 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 You know, we both are vaccinated and we are very supportive of people going out and getting vaccinated. Mm -hmm. Um, So go do it if you can, everybody. Um, I I hope you can. I know access isn't um, as easy every single place. Uh, I'm not sure where you're listening, but if you can, um, I urge you to do so. Yeah. And Um, if you're by us and you want info, reach out and we can connect you too if you're in the LA Long Beach area. Yes. If you're in the LA Long Beach area, please reach out to us. We will give you all the info. Um, So Erica, how is like the last Oh six my weeks? gosh. Six weeks, <laughs> six I guess. Eight weeks. I don't, I even, don't know. even know. <clears throat> it's been crazy. Um, wow. Yeah. How was it? How was it? A lot has happened at once. I think with the work that I do with Thunder Voice Hat Co. Yeah. We like moved where we're still moving to a new place. And that has been absolute chaos. No, it's been yeah. really good chaos, but it's just like a lot. I almost forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of defined my, like even the process of building up to something like yeah. moving a business into a much larger, more substantial, where like hiring yeah. people, moving, Growing everybody's pains. getting vaccinated. Yeah. Like it's just, yeah. there's like so much going on. Yeah. So it's been really exciting, but also very stressful. And um, so I've been getting less sleep with like a, a little bit of the like 
anxious nights awake thinking through everything yeah but other than that it's been a fun month of like i don't know i've been like reading a lot and puppy stuff watching a lot oh my gosh puppy (laughs) stuff that's like an added yeah makes everything a little more complicated yeah but also more joyful so it's a trade-off it's kind of how it is like the more joy like the more complications which i felt (laughs) yes that's so true so yeah i'm on a learning curve with her she's on a learning curve with me yeah and um we're making it through the teenage yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> teenage I weeks. love it. Um, how has your couple months been? Or couple, well, however long I it's know, been. however long. It's been really great. Um, I've been like, I don't know, back and forth between here and LA. I feel like I'm yes. spending less and less time in Long Beach, which like is kind of that whole like joyous complications thing, yep. you know? Um, yeah, like kind of settling into this like super joyous and wonderful relationship. Yes. Um, that is like 45 minutes away without traffic right um Ooh, during traffic. yeah and like yeah during complicated times like this where we're like mm-hmm. also transitioning into like okay we've been in this like covid life and then um maybe i'm gonna go back on tour eventually i don't know mm-hmm. and um seeing more people again and it's just yeah it's, it's a lot of complications and it's yeah. good and it's like i feel like really happy and like supported and like a very like communicative and like wonderful and like creative like very like creative relationship but I've never really been in a relationship with someone who kind of elevated my creativity which is really exciting I always felt like if I was going to be with someone it was going to be like something that took me away from my creativity Mm. but uh, my partner is someone who like is one of the only people I've really ever met who I feel like is equally or even like more like creative than I am and like always in like creative mindset so that's really cool um otherwise um you know I've been working on a bunch of different like creative seeds of Mm. you know thinking about writing a children's book thinking about writing a musical yeah um still been working on on composing work and I've been writing so many new songs and Bronx has been just living his best life and Mm. so it's all been good it's I definitely have been feeling this kind of like, and I was like kind of on Instagram yesterday, like surfing about it, this kind of like um, post-COVID uncertainty. I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say post-COVID because COVID is always going to be a thing um, in one way or another. It's always going to be something on our minds. But um, the anxiety that's coming along with things changing and getting vaccinated and things opening up um Mm. this whole like june 15th thing of like it's all gonna be back to normal yeah um is like exciting and also incredibly anxiety inducing Mm -hmm. and so i don't know how you feeling about that oh yeah no i'm seeing like artists who are like having show openings in the next couple months yeah and that's something that i used to be like Oh, right. it's gonna be so fun go to the gallery and like see the work and whatever and network and yeah. all that stuff and now it's like mm, i don't want to go i, <laughs> I don't want to go i, I love the art go. but i can look at it on instagram which yeah. obviously is not the same experience yeah um but i think in some ways to cope we've allowed it to be the same experience i know um and transitioned how we you know, process things and interact with things. So it's definitely going to be different to have any type of expectation of 
being social. It's really weird. It's overwhelming. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't even. I don't even know. I feel kind of like I'm learning to walk again or a little mm-hmm. bit. Like how to be social. I don't know. Like yeah. I've been in a couple. I was in like a social situation this week. Like even like masks on with like yeah, yeah, six yeah. people, and I was like, oh, dang. I felt like a robot. I'm like, how do I talk to people? Like, <laughs> so there's that. Um. Oh. But. Um, otherwise, anything else? Anything else new? Oh, I don't know. Have you, like, watched anything? I feel like we're, this is, like, yeah. our, like, new season. I know. Like, what? Have you read anything, watched anything, listened to any good music? Like, what has the last couple months brought you? That's a great question. I just watched, the first thing that came to my mind about, like, uh-huh. what I've watched is I watched the the WeWork. Ah, me too. <laughs> the WeWork And it kind of like the one, like I took a lot away from it, but one mm. thing I really took away from it is like kind of the, the dangers of like toxic positivity. Toxic positivity, spiritual bypassing. Spiritual bypassing. Which we still haven't done either of those. I'm going to write that down yeah, right now. We need both down. of those. <laughs> like, <sighs> yeah. And kind of like how these leaders in all industries, yes. music, art, yes. la la, anything like they will They're use a carbon this, like, copy of each other. Yeah, it's almost like using like cult leadership as this way of like controlling people and and uh, appealing to people's like this like place and all of us that wants to belong, and yep. then like having someone take advantage of that. Yep. Um, I'm sorry if this is like any kind of spoilers for people, but like <laughs> you can skip this part if yeah. you want to. But yeah, so that I, I took away from um, and like, I don't know. It also just like kind of made me even more so like want to build community in healthy ways. Yeah. And like I've seen musicians do it like mm. we Mm-hmm. We can talk about all kinds of musicians mm-hmm. who have used their platforms as not just being a musician, but also like kind of trying to be like some kind of spiritual cult leader yep. and using it for harm, yep. using it as a way to be, um, you know, like mm-hmm. to be abusive towards women, to yep. like do all kinds of incredibly problematic things. And I think that it's really dangerous, like you know, everyone watched the WeWork documentary, but when you get into these headspaces of like, you belong here, like we are, we community, <laughs> like la la la, like it, it, it like creates this like fertile ground for um, abuse yeah. and lies and deceit. And um, it's scary. And it just has made me really think about how much it is in a lot of different industries, very yes. much in music and how I, I really love and I want to continue to build community based off of like you know not that (laughs) yes no it's it's shocking how much of I really kept thinking this is a carbon copy like if you've ever watched the fire festival documentary or any cult documentary which I watch all of them so when this came up I'm like I'm watching this right now yeah (laughs) but to be honest it, it gets a little like it's so uncomfortably repetitive. Yeah. It's all the same steps. Yeah. It's all the same direction. Like, I yeah. think, honestly, he was, he hit a wall before mm. there could be even more harm yeah. because it was going in a really yeah. familiar and yeah. rough direction. Yeah. So I'm glad that some of the financial end of things fell apart right. to where it had to reset what he, right. and, he and his wife were doing. Right. 
Um, spoilers, 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 <laughs> unspoilers. But, but also, they like walked away with billions of dollars, right? Yes, they got yeah, just like, like a one point seven yeah, billion dollars chill payout. Yeah, ma- for... major spoiler right there. But... <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it's um, it was fascinating, but yeah, watch yeah. that. Yeah, watch that. Um, otherwise, books and uh, what I've been reading. I've been reading like a million books at once right now. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't. I, I don't even know. I, I've been reading so many things, and I've been li- re-listening to um, a lot of my money books and like money mm. podcasts and stuff. <clears throat> trying to get my partner on board with that. I mean, it's so interesting. Like when you talk about money or like a person a business that's like one thing and then you like put another person into the mix yeah and you have like another person's beliefs on money yeah yeah and like not saying that like you need to like you know figure out a whole like money situation with your partner that early but it's like something that you need to talk about and so that's been interesting yeah um kind of like relearning about a lot of like these money things that we talked about on the podcast right um but kind of like in real time with like in a partnership has Mm. been um a great challenge (laughs) yes um and um yeah have you been reading or yeah well and one of the things i've been listening to a lot is i think we've talked about this before your first million which you can find the founder um and who runs the podcast on instagram it's arlen was here okay um but uh she and her partner do a podcast on money what um and she owns this massive it's called backstage capital it's a massive venture capitalist firm that invests in under resource you know uh startups cool um and they they do like a super casual podcast Mm. every week that is really informative cool so been listening to them a lot um and might be fun to listen to for you guys because no yeah i'm super down their partner super down yeah and then um i just read a really good article on afro and indigenous futurism that was like so good by juliana enright called afro indigenous futurisms and decolonizing our minds and it made me buy some octavia butler books that i'm gonna read soon and i've never read any sci-fi before (laughs) that's like totally it's kind of come out of left field because it's never been like on my radar but i'm learning more about who she is and the importance of her work in it relates to yeah. what we talk about in imagining a future that is not built with white yeah. supremacy, right? Mm-hmm. Really interesting and hopeful work. So that's awesome. Yeah. It's so funny. Like, yeah, I'm also like never was into sci-fi, right? Right. And then like all my my music's been on Resident Alien on on the sci-fi yes. channel, and I'm like obsessed, like so obsessed with the show. And then now I'm like, wait, sci-fi is pretty dope. It's fascinating yeah. because it started. So I only know this from Juliana Enright's article, which is great. <clears throat> mm-hmm. It started like in the 20s and 30s with these white dudes who were writing for like little magazines yeah. or pamphlets. And they would homogenize the future in a white supremacist way mm-hmm. and not take any culture or race or like background into the future that they were imagining Uh so the work of afro and indigenous futurism is imagining this like much more vibrant and hopeful and healing future than any of that ever did yeah really interesting that's so cool yeah i mean like also like i need to read that also it's so everyone should watch resident alien Mm. because the kind of like parallels between like 
well, the, the, you know, there's, I'm not going to spoil anything, but like the alien and then also the indigenous people Dang. in the show. And, um, it's just, it's fascinating. I mean, I'm trying to, I'm trying to like not spoil anything, but like, I don't know. There is this like one part where, you know, they're like, it's just, I can't even say, I can't just spoil anything, but it's <laughs> kind of like, it ta- it yeah, dope. talking about, um, I mean, the one part where like, I can't spoil anything. I really like everything I'm going to say is going to spoil stuff. Anyway, watch Resident Alien watch because it. the relationship between like the alien and the mm. like lead indigenous, um, Dang. the lead indigenous woman who actually we're going to have on the podcast. Yes! I was like, that's the big spoiler. I'll give <laughs> that's everyone. The that's the spoiler. I'll give everyone. But, um, uh, yeah, there's like their relationship, mm. um, is incredible. And a lot of it, you know, kind of is just the experience of this like alien and the experience of like an indigenous person mm. and like their philosophies mm. on life. It's just really incredible. Anyway, you got to watch it. Um, okay. So today, what are we talking about? We, <laughs> we all that to say, we're talking about the process and falling in love with the process. what you create and yeah. how you create and which is very interesting for me right now because yeah. I'm not painting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I feel, I mean, I, I was like kind of talking to like Drew this week about how I felt like I've been in like side project land mm. recently. Yeah. I kind of feel a little bit detached from my own music. Um, I feel like I've been really focused on a lot of these like side projects I've been trying to build, yeah. um, which is great. Like I've definitely been like, feeling really fulfilled in a lot of these side projects like this the, the children's book I'm trying to work on and yeah. the, the podcast and um you know my composing job and like a lot of these things that are are doing really well and so now yeah. I'm like okay I need to like refocus myself in like the center of my process um so I feel you on that yeah um and so like when we talk about like falling in love with the process I think that like we've talked a bit about this on the pod where it's like if you're going to be an artist or a career artist, um, you kind of have to like love the parts of it that suck. Yeah. That are hard. Yeah. Um, and like, I don't know what part, like what, what comes to mind when you think about those things? Yeah. No, I was, I was processing it this morning and I was like, I was thinking about just my last, you know, month, two months of feeling like, uh, painting feels like pulling teeth. It's like, yeah. <laughs> I can't make it happen. I don't know what direction to go in. And I was thinking, it's not that I don't love the process. So what is it that, like, I think identifying the barriers and if they're external or internal to your mm-hmm. making process is kind of a step that I haven't <laughs> done, mm-hmm. but is maybe necessary mm-hmm. in breaking down what is stopping us from being in that place of like and we have talked about this before but like rhythm and consistency Mm -hmm. and flow and Mm -hmm. which it doesn't always feel like yeah um but i think there is a difference between like hey my apartment's been messy for two months Mm -hmm. and for me that's really that makes painting really hard yeah um or i'm super stressed with other work related Mm. things and for me that makes painting really hard those things are like i need to invest in mitigating some of those issues Mm. (laughs) to open up space and mental capacity to paint Mm. rather than like what i'm painting 
I shouldn't be painting or mm. I need to change. So it's like kind of this mm-hmm. like, but maybe it's both of those things. Maybe mm. I need to change my direction and um, also reduce stress with mm-hmm. other job related things. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think the thing that came to my mind when you were talking about it too is like, sometimes though, like that maybe you're doing that I do a lot is like we get very precious. Yeah. And like, we're like, okay, well, if I'm going to paint and write a song, I want to be in this like clear headspace. Yeah. I want to be like my apartment to be clean. I want uh-huh. it like to be this perfect, like fertile ground of art making. But like, maybe that's not how it should yeah. be. Maybe we should like, always try to show up even for like 10 20 minutes a day an hour a day whatever in the messy apartment right like try like the practice of like painting in the chaos I don't know I just like kind of thought of that because I I'll I'll do that where like I'll be like oh I, I can't write a song until like I wash the dishes. Right. And then I wash the dishes. And then I'm like, then but like, I, I got to clean the floor. There's always something else. And then I got to do this. And it's like, Ugh. it kind of is like this, a little bit of a like creative block in disguise. Yeah. You know, like our stress um, is almost like, sometimes like we kind of like, yeah, it, it'll kind of like coat. And when actually after you paint it, you might be more in the mood to clean. You know, it's Mm. like, okay, you'll feel accomplished and like go into it. Yeah. No, it's kind of that tension that I think we always end up at because we, we it's like the don't over romanticize what it means to be an artist because it's not always fluffy and beautiful and like feels flowing or whatever. But also (laughs) we talk about like, take yourself on an art date, you know, like, like there's, you gotta love both. Both are part of the process, which is exactly (laughs) what we're talking about today. Like the process is, is both. Right. And to be able to, because I think that there are artists on both sides. Mm. I think there are a lot of artists who very much identify with, okay, if I'm going to create, I want to be in this like perfect like candlelit room where everything's clean yeah. and la la. And then there are artists who create who who create who a say disaster. things like yeah, <laughs> like remember like we were like who say things like I thrive in chaos. Yeah, or, I create out of um, sadness only or like <laughs> all of these like things and, and honestly like both sides are yeah. romantic romanticization. Yeah, they really are. And both are dysfunctional because yeah. you have to not both aren't dysfunctional but either if you're only like subscribing to one or the other Mm. that's a dysfunctional practice because you're telling yourself that you can only do your job in a certain situation that can come with a lot of unhealthy yeah other elements yeah it's almost i mean like you know um if like you know if we worked at an office and it was raining we're like well i i don't go to work when it's raining it's like no you got to go to work. It's raining. Right. Go. You know, it's <laughs> right. Like, no, that's exactly yeah. it. You know? Yeah. yeah. So like showing up to do the work day in and out. So yeah, I guess like. It's, it's hard. I'm not, I have not mastered that at all. Like no. <laughs> it's like, it's hard. I mean, it's like, huh, yeah, it's. But yeah. the, the time, the periods in my painting practice where like in the old days where I used to have a show coming up or something and I had like a ton of deadlines um and I literally at that point would schedule out like I will get 60% done on this painting today 20% done on this painting today whatever whatever um there it was like that it was like oh it's work four out of five days a week it's work 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 
But one day of the week, Mm -hmm. and this is what I've said since college, when it's a really good studio day, there's this constant experience of me constantly saying either to myself or out loud, something's happening, something's happening, something's happening, because it is this kind of like, it Mm -hmm. feels magical and and something's coming into being that didn't exist before. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I I can look back and see how it does work. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I think that like, it's like our job is to show up and then it'll kind of like unfold in different ways. Some days are gonna be magic and then some days are gonna be work, like we've talked about. Um, But kind of like, when I think about falling in love with the process, I kind of think about kind of like the less sexy parts of being a like creative practitioner Mm. that we have to like learn to fall in love with in order to create a sustainable business. Yeah. Or not even to create a sustainable business, like just to literally to begin, you know, to start that process. And so I guess like for me as a musician, the things that I think of from the beginning, the things that I always told people that I felt like I loved, but like, I think you have to love, like I always say like as a musician, you have to love the sound of your voice. Mm. kind of similar to being a podcaster mm. you know um you have to like be okay with how your voice sounds that's yeah. a part of the process um you have to be okay with sending a lot of emails you have to be okay with playing to like zero people yeah. for a long time you know <laughs> yeah like I remember um you know I used mm. to like kind of love the shows where I played just to the bartender when I first started out mm. Because it reminded me that I love what I do. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, this show isn't for anyone else but myself because literally no one else is here. And so I think that like as your career progresses, there are like little, there are different parts that like kind of are like, okay, this is like that day. Like today is the day that I'm like just playing for the bartender. Yeah. You know, even if that's not like exactly what's happening, that's kind of like what today stands for. Mm. Um, It's like the days that I like, have the guitar in my hand and I'm writing for five hours straight and I literally write nothing that I like. Those are the days that I remember that I love what I do, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> the process. The process. Well, and I think this is good as we're jumping into like the third season. Yeah. And there's something, you know, at least in my life with this, like, back in this rhythm feels good um i know we have the episode on the rhythms and mm-hmm. everything finding some of those consistent pieces how do you when you don't have how do you create like in the margins of your days mm. or like how do you use oh, up those those yeah. small spaces for making you know um i read this book once i i always like I need to like find out what it is. It's like a really long title about like organization, about creative organization or something. And it talks about like being the master of your minutes. Mm. And um, I think that some people do this very well and some people like don't really find the value in yeah. mastering your minutes. Um, I think as a New Yorker, it's something that New Yorkers <laughs> do very well. Right. Um, like in New York, like I would use the subway as like a way yeah. to create mm. um and so like if i have like a couple moments it's like i'll try to write a poem on like a, a napkin or a paper yeah or um make lists 
on my phone of different creative projects I want to do or like different things that pop into my head, make a little voice recording of like just a small like song that comes into my head or um, I don't know. I think that like, or take a photo of something or like try to like utilize like every moment as, as creativity and like kind of bridge those Mm. gaps together. Um, Cause I think that makes us kind of fall in love with the process even more when we don't feel like, we're turning on the artist and turning it off because um, I think some people feel like, okay, I can only be productive if I have like an eight hour stretch of time Mm -hmm. that I get to like sit down and like do my thing. Yeah. But as we know, like we don't really have that privilege all the time. Yeah. And so for me, I think that like a part of falling in love with the process is like falling in love with like the minutes and the moments and the Mm in-betweens and um, yeah. And detaching some, and this is being talked about a lot on social media right now, from the outcome or from the idea of masterpieces or like something being perfect like you Mm -hmm. imagined it or or like others imagine it to be. Um, I think at least that certainly resonates with like painting and um, I've definitely felt the overwhelm of like because of social media and because of instant gratification mm. culture feeling like I have to have things done quickly, perfectly documented. Well, great lighting, you know, like all mm. the, but like you're talking about instead really investing in, in the process. And even for, for me, it does help to document the process for yeah. myself because it's mm-hmm. like a reminder of the mm-hmm. significance of it. Yeah. Um, totally. Yeah. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. Like, I think the op- like falling in love with the process is the opposite of like falling in love with the outcome. Yeah. You know, yeah. which we're all very good at doing. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's kind of like think about like a relationship. Mm-hmm. It's like, being miserable yeah. in a relationship, but just like daydreaming about your wedding and like, okay, well it's going to get better when we're married, when we're engaged <laughs> and we're married. And yeah. we're, like that's when it's going to get better. It's like, it's not how it works. No. You got to love the process. <laughs> <laughs> you got to love the nitty gritty. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, I, I think that that's something like I kind of had this, um, this like whole like mental like shift mm. into that like falling in love with the process instead of falling in love with the outcome like maybe a year or two ago maybe it was, mm. no 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 I think it was a year ago because I think I talked to you about it but I like for me it was kind of like breaking up with the idea of becoming famous yeah and we talked mm. about this a lot so um we should do a whole podcast episode yeah on I love that I'm <laughs> like taking down, all these notes for down. our episode um <laughs> I had this whole kind of like emotional like shift of breaking up with the idea of becoming famous i'm not saying i'm not open to it okay everyone i'm open to it <laughs> if it happens it, if happens. it happens it happens okay i'll see you on the red carpet but <laughs> but what i mean is like i felt like every morning i woke up and mm. every night I went to sleep I felt like a failure every day because I was Dang. not famous I wasn't famous yet Aww. and um shout out to anyone out there who's like wait Ray but you are <laughs> <laughs> that's me I'm like but wait 
Oh my gosh. But I, I kind of had to realize, I was like, wait, like, I'm happy. Like, I'm actually, yeah. like, very happy and very successful and very fulfilled. Mm. And this chase of, like, some kind of elusive, like, non, like, real thing of whatever the hell fame is, is just really making me miserable. It wasn't serving me. And so once I just, like, got over that, I was like, wait, I actually, like, love the process and I'm actually really happy. And wherever the process goes, it'll go. And having goals is great. Having goals is great, but like, it's kind of like unconditionally love your process Mm. and also have goals. You can have goals and you can have like, um, you can hope for outcomes and you can like, obviously we're human while still like unconditionally loving your, yourself and your pro and your creative process. Um, I think is the key and that's how we are happy. I, I just like, I think that like when we, especially as artists, when we're like, I'm going to be happy when this happens or I'm going to be happy when this happens. Like we all know that it doesn't work. We all yeah. know that that's a never ending chase. Um, and we got to fall in love with the process. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Period. Full stop. Full stop. <laughs> Big fan. Yay. Well, I guess that's our, our process. Do you have any other thoughts on falling in love with the process? I think this has been a very good counseling session for me with you, Ray. <laughs> and at some point, I will paint again. <laughs> and I'll like it. You are amazing. Um, at some point, I will get it back on TikTok. So. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. I'll meet one you there. Day, <laughs> one day, one day, one day. Um, all right, everyone. Well, thanks for tuning in for our first episode of season three. Oh, we we're love so you all excited. so much. Um, please uh, message us, uh, rate and review. It would mean so much to us. We're still a baby podcast, even though we're season yes. we're three seasons in, and we want to continue growing. So um, drop us a line. Let us know you're listening. Tell us your name. Um, yeah. Bye. <laughs> and now for the Create Well Challenge of the Week. So this week's Create Well process. <laughs> It is a process. This, <laughs> this week's Create Well Challenge is to fall in love with your process through mastering your minutes. Whether that means take three minutes to write a poem during the day, or make some voice memos of creative ideas you have, or I don't know, make a list of things that are creative that you want to do. Let yourself take a couple minutes here and there throughout your week to really fall in love with your creative process in the little minutes of your day. And this week's featured song is City Bound by Juliana Sweeney. There was this time I dreamed that I didn't make it through the night Abruptly waking wide I wanted to cry that whole bus ride Stared out my window Time passed so slow Till my stop was roadside Foot on the ground
Present 